0: Good night, everybody.
1: Live from the deep red state of Tennessee on rumble.com slash LFA TV. This is Ungoverned. Good evening to everybody. In the wise words of the esteemed philosopher, 5 p.m. hour, John Fetterman, right here on Ungoverned. Hi. Good night, everybody. Good evening to the McGroin Nation, the LFA family, the captain's crew. We got a bad buzz going right now. Fixed it. Uh, the... LFA family, the Ungovernables, all the new visitors to the website last night. Hundreds of you signed up for, uh, that's amazing, thank you, uh, for uh, the email contact. We've received a couple of orders yesterday, so very excited to hear from, uh, and hear from a lot of people on the site there taking advantage of the chat, taking advantage of all sorts of different features, and we're going to continue to build that out and uh, turn that into a place where we could really we could really do some cool stuff. Maybe we'll do... Uh, you know, in the future, a QA day where you could submit questions to us on the website. Uh, a lot. So we're thinking of different ideas there. But thank you to everybody who uh, jumped onto the site and uh, immediately started checking it out. Uh, big, I mean, really big numbers that uh, visited the site yesterday. So thank you very much to everybody. That's farishmedia.com. You see it in the ticker going by, it's in the show description as well. So exciting. Very exciting. And uh, very happy to have you guys in there and uh, excited that. Uh, you were able to come in there and uh, and check that site out for us. Good, good Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Oak Island Day. You know, Chris Green. Uh, oh, he's, he's in. New. He's an acorn. He's uh, he is a new acorn. I got, I uh, received, I received intel from uh, Chris Green this weekend that he is indeed an acorn and is hooked. So uh, welcome aboard. If you're not watching, um, if you're not watching Oak Island, you're really missing out on, you know, it's, it's. It's a lot of fun. It's a fun show, you know? It's, uh, you know, oh, uh, this wood. Uh, let me smell it. <laughs> it's so much fun. We loved it back in Season 3. Uh, now they're in Season 11, so uh, it's an Oak Island day. Hopefully, everybody uh, who, who watches, you're a fellow Acorn out there. Um, and, you know, hopefully, the fellow Acorns out there uh, will be watching tonight. We'll see what happens. I, of course, watch a day late, so don't ruin it for me tomorrow. The Border Bill is dead. It looks like it's dead. You know, it looks like uh, even the Senator Lankford from Oklahoma, who, by the way, 10 years ago or something, in 2013, should be 11 years ago. um, Back in 2013, I believe, or in 2010, it might have been 13 years ago or whatever it was, a deposition in the early 2010s uh, said that he thinks 13-year-olds can have sex. Consent to sex with other minors. No. No. No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't do that. This is yeah. the guy who is trying to push the border bill. I mean, they do, but they shouldn't. Yeah, they definitely should not. They should not, right? So uh, he is now. This is the guy who negotiated. He was the lead negotiator for this uh, disastrous border bill that we talked about yesterday. He no longer. It looks like, and there's no uh, definitive one way or the other. But uh, it looks like even he may be, uh, it looks like even he may be uh, abandoning his bill. You know that? Senator Lankford may be abandoning the bill. Mitch McConnell, <laughs> the turtle. I don't think the border bill, you know, he doesn't move his mouth when he moves. I don't think the border bill is going to be something that we should uh, advance into the House of Representatives in front of the American that's Mitch McConnell. He does the free. I hate that air, but that's Mitch McConnell. He does the free. We don't believe the border bill is currently situated and the Senate uh, is going to move forward to the House of Representatives and go to the okay. desk of the... B- <laughs> there you go. There's uh, Mitch McConnell for all of you. Hey, and a little bit of sad news today. A little bit of sad news today. What? Um... Oh, we- yeah, rest in peace to uh, country music, American patriot legend, Toby Keith. I was looking for a red cup, you know, but then I would have drank during the show and that wouldn't have been good. I would have been, I would have been slamming shots up. Brennan, Brennan, hit the soundboard. <laughs> so that would have been bad. Rest in peace to Toby Keith. It's such a sad thing. He played at Donald Trump's inauguration in 2016, or it was 2017 at the time. Uh, and did a really good job out there. So, unfortunately, he lost his battle with, I think it was stomach cancer, oh, which sucks. Yeah, now Brendan's going to be singing Toby Keith for a week, or two weeks, or three weeks, which really means nothing changes. <laughs> so, it's, <laughs> you know, which is fine. It, it, it's Toby Keith. Uh, my favorite Toby Keith album definitely was Clancy's Tavern. It was a good, really good album. Uh a, hello on sweet Clancy in your neighborhood tavern Pour me another, my girl. That's the one with Red Solo Cup on it, that album. But it's a good album. And Toby Keith, the, you know, it's just sad. It is 62 years old. He toured, I think, in December. Yeah. He was out playing shows, and I guess, you know, how cancer is, unfortunately. Uh, so, J.L. Jazz's stomach cancer is almost always fatal. That sucks. Uh, so, rest in peace to Toby Keith. Uh, cancer's a terrible disease, so... Um, and that was sad news that we got today. I think it happened on the uh, 5th. I think it happened last night. They said it was peaceful, but uh, it's still sad nonetheless. But we're going to move on to good news on the show today. We've got good news. We've got a couple of cool things now. We have the, the Senate border bill. appears to be dead. Mike Lee says, as you can see on the thumbnail that Eli made, is great. It's the Death Star blowing up the... You may fire when ready. I yeah, that. That it's that. So cool. It was cool. Yeah, it's it other... we got to do a Star Wars theme because Eli's a big Star Wars fan, you know? Yeah he so, hello there. So it's like border wars, and you have Mike Lee, he's Grand Moff Tarkin, right? Um, you may fire when ready. And you have uh, you know, you have the, the death Star obliterating the border bill. Mike Lee says the border bill is likely not even going to survive its first cloture vote. What is cloture? These use these fancy words in government. It's actually really easy to understand. It's the vote that uh, basically brings debate to a close and bypasses the filibuster. Not to be confused. With what happened to Nikki Haley in an escalade where they filled her buster. No, it was a, (laughs) it was, or the Senate hearing room. No, different. Uh, The filibuster. It's a lot of fun. Rand Paul filibustered once, which means basically, because there are no time limits on debate in the Senate. So what happened is um, Rand Paul took a phone book and just started reading pages of the phone book. Yeah, you're not debating, but you can talk as long as you want unless you reach 60 votes. And that ends the filibuster. Um, uh, so it's, it's quite funny, uh, when you see that cloture, uh, we will talk about that right after our, uh, our first messages from our friends, we have that uh, Donald Trump is leading Joe Biden by a very important margin. You said wait, we talked about polls, this is not polls. This is on the this is measurable on the ground, grassroots, normal American support. Okay. We'll talk about that. Um, this one came through the website this morning. An ex-Atlantic City Council president has been arrested, Atlantic City, New Jersey, arrested in a voter fraud scheme. I thought voter fraud was not a thing. I thought it was Bigfoot. I thought it was, you know, the Loch Ness Monster. I watched a four-hour YouTube documentary. You think Oak Island is a bunch of nothing. When did you do that? When I couldn't sleep a couple months ago. Remember? I would put on something to sleep. Galaxies, yeah. Titanic, you know, all that stuff. I watched a four-hour YouTube, I guess it was on YouTube, documentary about the Loch Ness monster. for them to go, well, we really don't know the story. Anyway, uh, we were told that voter fraud is not a real thing. It is a real thing. New York is being sued again uh, for potentially infringing the Second Amendment. And you are going to love, it's in the ticker, so I'm not going to really tease you, who is one of the plaintiffs? Now you know why I pre-record every Thursday. Because I joined that legend on Newsmax, same time as this show. Carl is one of the plaintiffs on this case, suing New York for unconstitutional infringement of the Second Amendment against out-of-state residents. Awesome. I can't wait to see it. We have it from uh, BearingArms.com. And last but not least, Donald Trump is weighing in on potential changes at the RNC. Who do I want to be the chair of the RNC? Scott Pressler. Who do I think is going to become the new chair of the RNC after Ronna McDaniel steps down or is forced out? I will tell you at the end of the show, you're not going to love it, but it makes sense. Well, before we get to all that, I do want to get to a word from our friends over at switch2usa.com. That is switch2usa.com. I will show you this quick video from switch2usa.com. Please hit that thumbs up button. That's the uh, thumbs up. It's a little rumble button down there. To like. Leave a like on the video. It helps tumble. us fly the chart. Rumble, rumble or we tumble. Or, you know, worse than tumbling is Brennan plunging a knife several I inches heard. into your chest. <laughs> you don't want that. I look nice, but I'm a gangster. Look nice, but she says this. This is what she says. This is not me. My- she says she looks nice, but she's a gangster. With an I ER, am. not an A. Okay? I am. Uh, So we have that. Please hit the thumbs up button before uh, we get to the award from our sponsors. Check this out. We all want to make a difference in our country and and make change, but we don't all have the ability to do so. A lot of people are busy, they can't join school boards, they can't get on borough council, but they can change where they shop. And it's just shopping, it's that simple. We're
0: going to link arms and we're going to shop right here at this American factory. They make the products and they're all natural and they're good for us and they're affordable. Everything's made here in the USA.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking about how the world has been going crazy with supply chain. Oh, speaking of crazy, boy, do I have a a Biden video for you. It's not him making up words, it's him making up, you know, information. We'll play that in a second. We've been talking about how the world has been going crazy with supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, and sky-high gas prices. We know how the big-box stores were allowed to stay open the whole time while so many little guys, small business owners, and regular people were forced to close. You see, the wealthiest on the planet became better off. While mom and pop suffered, the question is, what are we willing to do about it, and how can our voices be heard? Well, you can vote with your dollars. That's how you make a difference. This is a call to action. Switch away from the big-box conglomerates and shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer for all your monthly consumables, toothpaste, shaving cream, laundry detergent, shampoo, healthy snacks and now grass-fed beef, all delivered right to your door. Switch away from Made in China. Switch to Made in the USA. It's one of the best ways to get around the crazy inflation. Shop with a family-owned company that puts their customers first rather than shareholders and corporate executives. Join the parallel economy that's been formed. Join the massive sweep that is happening through Patriot Nation and decide that you want to be a part of the movement to cut off their cash flow. Sign up. My friend Maria will give you a call back to enroll you. You'll be enrolled. That's important. Answer that call. And then you can start shopping at this privately owned mom and pop. That is switch to number two USA.com. Switch to number two USA.com. That is switch the number two USA.com. Make the switch today. Oh, uh, we also have the LFA TV store on the LFA TV website, which I'm told was moving servers yesterday, which is why we couldn't get to it. Good news, we're there. Here it is. There's Culture Wars or Will Johnson, right there on your screen. He's coming up next at 6 p.m. Give him a round of applause, by the way for doing two straight hours yesterday. That ain't easy. I can tell you that much. Here is uh, the LFA TV store right here at LFA TV.us. You can see all the amazing merchandise that's on there, keychains, uh, lanyards. You've got the throw blankets, plaques, T-shirts, sweatpants. You got ball caps. They're called ball cap. My little boy was wearing a ball cap. My daddy said, Joey, you're going to be a, you you're, you're, you're great. You're Puerto Rican. Coffee mugs. You got coffee to put in the mugs. You got mugs to hold the coffee to put in the mugs. My favorite hat. Whoever voted for Biden owes me gas money right there at LFATV.us. Click on that store tab, or you can go directly to the store by going to JeremyHarrell.com slash store. That's JeremyHarrell.com slash store, or the LFATV store is on the LFATV website at LFATV.us. Okay. Plom is doing a folks counter today. Says that I did it. Fifty-two twenty-five, five thousand two hundred twenty-five times that I said, folks. What is that comment on there? What has that Sean Possible is about to get banned from the chat? He said the F word. Oh, no. F e e t. We don't say that word in this in this chat. Okay, no, we love him. Happy to see you there. Uh, all right, folks. Let's get into this border bill stuff. Did you know that the um? Did you know that since the Senate, you know Mitch McConnell? Not a for- Mitch, you have to move your tongue away from your teeth before you talk. Okay, uh, we have a Senate border bill not going to pass. Mitch McConnell is no friend of Donald Trump. He's not. And the fact of the matter is, Mitch McConnell has actively worked at times to undermine Donald Trump. Mitch McConnell's no friend of Donald Trump. Lankford, this Lankford guy, this border bill would demonstrate He's no friend of Donald Trump. There are plenty of senators. Lindsey Graham is a friend of Donald Trump now. Mitt Romney, no friend of Donald Trump. There are many senators that look at this border bill in the Senate who are not friendly with Donald Trump, who are still not going to vote for this border bill. Okay, Collins, Murkowski, these people are moderates. They're not all in on MAGA. That's okay. I mean, it hurts us, but, you know, they have a right to do it depending on what their constituents want. That's the most important thing to remember, about these elected representatives don't... A senator from Maine does not represent me. As much as I want, you know, Susan Collins to do what I want, she's not... She's not, uh, you know, somebody who serves me. Marsha Blackburn serves me in Tennessee. Susan Collins is not in Maine. So... You know, and I'm not making excuses for rhinos and people like that. You know, this guy Lankford in Oklahoma likely is someone who is not doing what his voters want, seeing as how Oklahoma is a deep red state. But one thing I want to, I want to remind everybody, this is how the system works. We may see a congressional district with a Republican representative and say that person's a rhino because they're not a Trump. They may be coming from a, a purple district. It all depends on what their district and their constituents say. And if their constituents, I'm going to be honest with you, don't like Donald Trump, then in their Republicans, if, there it's, a, if it's a whole district of never-Trumpers, unfortunately, it is that representative's duty to, I guess, also represent the best wishes of a never-Trumper. It sucks for us. Those people are terrible, but go out and win your primary, basically, if you want to represent, if you want a MAGA congressman, go out and win your primary. As much as I can't stand Collins and Murkowski, now Murkowski's in Alaska, a little different, Collins in Maine. Their job is not to represent Sean Farish. Their job is to represent the the constituents, the residents of Maine. Their job is not to represent people from other states in the country. Their job is to represent their constituents, people that elected them to office. So we have to watch these representatives go, why would they vote against Trump? Well, is it what their voters want? Well, Trump is what the voters want. No, Trump is what you want. Some of there are other voters across the country that don't like Trump. I hate to say it. Most people do, but there are some people who don't. So it is the job of the representative to represent their voters, not to just do what Trump wants all the time. That's the truth, right? That's the absolute truth. People are like, I can't stand this congressman. This congressman didn't endorse Trump. It's not his job to endorse Trump. It's his job to represent his constituents. I would want my congressman or congresswoman to represent me versus endorsing a presidential candidate first and foremost. You understand what I'm saying? I don't like people who go and undermine Donald Trump. I don't. But I also don't want people to pledge loyalty to a dude. You know, Trump is the greatest president I've ever lived through. I don't want them to pledge loyalty to a man instead of pledging loyalty to the people who elected them to that position. Their job is to represent us and our best wishes and represent us on our behalf, not on somebody else's behalf. Now, my, my wishes and my agenda and my my views in the direction of the country happen to align very closely with Donald Trump. But just because they're my views doesn't mean they're the rest of the district's views. This is how the system is supposed to work. Okay? Now, we have this situation happening in the Senate. Joe Biden says that Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends, watch this video, Joe Biden. This is him literally making things up. I put on Twitter, psychedelic drug use must run in the Biden family. Because this is what he's given us now over the fact that his border bill, which is not a border bill, it's a Ukraine bill, is failing. $20 billion out of $118 billion is 17%. 17% of this bill that they're calling a border bill actually goes to the border. The rest of it goes out of the country. Take a look at this statement from Joe Biden with regards to... His frustration about the border bill dying in the Senate. A Senate, which, by the way, not a lot of friends of Trump there. Watch this.
0: Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know
1: that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends. The only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You came in, you, you, you threw the border open on day one. You've told us for years, you and the mophead Corinne Jean Pierre, that the border is secure. You've said it. Now it's not secure and it's Trump's fault and my fault and all of your fault. We've been telling you the border's not secure, Joe. The border's not secure, Joe. The border is not secure, Joe. Now, and you've been telling us, oh, it's a, the border is secure. It's secure. It's the most secure border in, 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 in history. And I, 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 I grew up on the border. I know what a secure border looks like. Now they're telling you that the border is not secure. And it's not his fault. It's Trump's fault. That is rich. That is absolutely rich. You want to see it again? Look at this. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA. You see that? How do, by, by the way, how does Joe Biden see? Not very good. Not very the only reason the border is not secure is because of Trump and his MAGA Republican friends. His eyes are closed. Open your eyes. I almost said something really, really bad. We're not going to say it. This is... that That's what they're attempting to do now. It's Trump and the MAGA Republicans who have been calling for a secure border since the day Joe Biden was inaugurated. We've been calling for a secure border. Now being blamed for there not being a secure border because the border bill that was not going to secure the border as per the Democrats' own words... As per their own words, the border bill that was not going to secure the border is not going to pass. That's Trump's fault? In the Senate? Really? Here is Mike Lee saying it's increasingly likely that a pro-migration border bill will not make it past the first cloture vote. Now, I told you we're going to explain cloture a little bit. Because there's these complicated terms in the Senate. What is cloture? What is the, you know, how many votes does a bill go through? etc. Right now, Mike Lee says that it's very possible that the border bill, which is not actually a border bill, this $118 billion package of of which 17% goes to actually address any issues on the border, is not going to pass a cloture vote. Now, the, the function of a cloture vote is to bring the debate on a piece of legislation to a close, okay? The cloture vote brings a piece of legislation, the debate of a piece of legislation, to a close. So you have the Senate, they're talking about a bill, and the first thing that happens, they debate it. They debate what should be in the bill. Do we want to revise the bill? What are we going to do about this bill? And they have this this session, and there's no time limit on the amount of debate that can be had on a bill in the Senate. So the first thing the Senate does is they vote vote, on cloture, which closes the debate portion of that bill right now. And you need, you used to need two thirds, 66 votes. They changed it in 1975. You only need 60 votes to obtain cloture, which uh, brings the debate on that bill to a close. And then the next step, uh, the the next step, obviously, down the road is passing, passing the bill. The first cloture vote you have in proceeding to a bill is called cloture on the motion to proceed. It takes 60 votes to get there. And so all you need is 41 senators to block cloture, and that means the filibuster remains in play. If the debate is not ended on a bill, somebody can get up there and read the phone book and the bill will never actually get voted on. That's one of the cool uh, mechanisms of the Senate is that somebody can literally delay the vote on any piece of legislation indefinitely by filibustering that vote and sitting up there reading recipes phone books, contacts, you know, social media comments, whatever they want to do, they can get up there and say anything. Rand Paul's actually done it. That's why he wrote the book Taking a Stand, because he stood up there and filibustered back in the day before he tried running for president in 2016. So Mike Lee is saying this is not even going to escape that stage, which means this bill, ladies and gentlemen, is effectively dead. It is effectively dead. But the names of the people that are... The names of the people... That are opposing this bill are significant. As Mike Lee says here, quote, very often when you get the top Republican and Democrat leader from the Senate, sometimes with the assistance of the other two or the other House coming together to put something together, writing a bill in secret, then unleashing it on the American people and their elected lawmakers with only a day or so or even hours to go before the uh, artificially contrived deadline because there are no deadlines in the Senate. And then telling them you've got to pass the bill now because there's an emergency or bad things are going to happen if you don't. That's one of the ways they get people to vote for things without reading them. And people get to vote for things before their constituents have had a chance to find out what's in it, according to Mike Lee. Explaining that he has been begging for the text of this legislation for months. Now, this border bill is dead in the Senate, and it's not just dead among Republican senators that we don't like, that we that we like. It's not just dead from people like Rand Paul or Josh Hawley or Mike Lee, okay? It's it's being opposed by people as rhino, moderate, whatever, as Mitch McConnell. This is wild because McConnell was talking about how he loved the border bill not too long ago, and now McConnell is talking about how he doesn't want to vote for it. He turns against the border bill. Minority leader Mitch McConnell made the shocking decision to recommend that Republicans block the advancement of the Senate pro-migration border bill. That first procedural vote was set for Wednesday today. It's unknown if Majority Leader Chuck Schumer will forge ahead, although they're saying that that's likely. McConnell cited the overwhelming number of Senate Republicans planning to vote against the measure either on substance or because they wanted more time, according to... Punchbowl news. According to Punchbowl, McConnell said the political mood in the country has changed since negotiations on this bill began months ago. At that time, McConnell and Democrat leaders agreed to pair foreign aid to Ukraine, of which McConnell is the Senate's greatest champion, with a border compromise. Democrats, although generally in favor of aiding Ukraine's stalemated war against Russia, 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 used McConnell's fervor for Ukraine aid against Republicans, dangling a proposed border compromise in exchange for aiding the European nation. Leaked details of the secretive deal, which McConnell's chosen Republican lead negotiator, Senator James Lankford of Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plains, and other allies denied were confirmed Sunday upon the bill's release. The overwhelming opposition led to McConnell altering his plan Monday night. Even Lankford, who negotiated the bill, this is his bill. Even Lankford would not say after the meeting if he would vote to move forward on Wednesday on the deal that he put together, according to the Huffington Post. The plan would set into law many of the open pro-migration policies Biden has instituted that have led to a wave of immigrants that has overwhelmed law enforcement at the southern border. So even Lankford, who put this thing together, may not vote in favor of his own bill. What a fail. And now, by the way, to the people of Oklahoma where the wind comes sweeping down the plains, for you guys and gals out there looking at this guy, putting together a bill, and then not, potentially not even standing for it, is that who you really want representing you in the Senate? Because it's not who I would want. Oklahoma needs to primary and remove Senator James Lankford. we got to find out when that dude is up for re-election and find out when that primary schedule is and find a real America first candidate. If that's what Oklahoma wants, I would imagine it is to be the next senator out of the great state of Oklahoma where the wind comes sweeping down the plains because we need the wind to come sweeping down the plains and take Senator James Lankford with it. He's got to be removed. But again, it just goes to show you, it's not Donald Trump blocking the bill. He's not even a congressman. He can weigh in. He's one man with one vote as well. He can influence a lot of people, we know that. But the bill does not address the border. Joe Biden wants to say the border is not secure because of Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends. No, the border is not secure because of you, Joe, because of you, because you refuse to secure it. That's why it's not secure. Has nothing to do with Trump. Has everything to do with the fact that you threw the doors wide open. You had people tearing down barriers in Texas. That's why the border's not secure. You sued for the right to pa. No, you sued for the right to remove Texas's border barriers. You sued the state of Arizona over the shipping containers. You welded open the gates and the wall. The floodgates on the border and said it's for antelope migration. You opened the border. You did that. It's like sticking your hand in the cookie jar, eating all the cookies, and then saying, you know, Chris Christie blaming uh, somebody else in the room for eating all the cookies. When we saw him eat all the cookies. It's unbelievable. This is is what, and guess what will happen? MSNBC, CNN, CBS, The Washington Post, uh, The New York Times, USA Today, uh, 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 NBC, CNBC, all the networks, PBS, NPR, everybody, all the fake news, they'll look at that and go, oh yeah, it's Trump's fault. The president of the United States who's mumbling and has his eyes closed while he's talking said so, so it must be Trump's fault. Who's in a cult again? Who's in a cult again? If you believe anything that comes out of Pudding Brain's mouth at this point, you, by the way, you're in a cult, 100%. Donald Trump had one of the most secure, and it wasn't perfect, but one of the most secure borders in history. Joe Biden took over, and then the massive influx of illegal immigrants came flowing in through the southern border while mophead Corinne Jean-Pierre, the border is secure, while Joe Biden, the border is secure. Well, we've been screaming about it for years now under this buffoon that the border is not secure, and now he has the nerve to tell us the only reason the border is not secure is because of Donald Trump and his MAGA republican friends. Are you kidding me? Put down your son's stash and meet me in the real world For thirty seconds, but the the danger now is watching what the mainstream media does with that with that statement. They will try to blame the open border on Republicans. They will. They will. They're going to try. The only question is, how influential is the mainstream media? Still, they still have some influence. But they're not nearly as influential as they used to be. We'll see how far this gaslighting penetrates the American people. The border bill. If, if we could discuss this. If we could share the show. The border bill that Biden is criticizing MAGA Republicans for blocking. And they're not. Mitch McConnell's going to block it. He's not a MAGA Republican. The border bill that Joe Biden is criticizing the MAGA Republicans for blocking is not a border bill. Only 17% of the money in the border bill actually goes to the border. 83% of the funds in this bill go elsewhere, including 51% of the the, the funds in the bill, $60 billion going to Ukraine, another $14 billion going to Israel, it's not even a border bill. And according to the Democrats that have negotiated this bill in the Senate, the border, as Mike Johnson says, he heard from the other senators, these Democrat senators, would not even close. So the bill that Joe Biden is saying, Donald Trump or his Michael Republican friends are blocking the border. The reason why it's not secure is because I have hairy legs. The reason, the the, the, the bill that, that Biden is criticizing MAGA Republicans for blocking, saying that by blocking the bill, the border won't be secure. A, he's admitting the fact the border's not secure, and it hasn't been for the entire time that he's been the president. But B, and even more importantly, if they didn't block the bill, all it would do is codify and put into law the reasons why the border is not currently secure now. So it wouldn't even secure the border. And C, only 17% of the money in this bill that he's begging to pass would even actually go to the border and it wouldn't even secure the border. That's how crazy this gaslighting campaign is. That's how crazy this is. That is why I I ask all the time, please take this show and share it all over the place. People, besides us, I see all of you in the chat. You all know this. You all agree with, I get it. We need to reach the next layer of people. Not that I don't love you. I love you guys more than anybody out there on the internet. Best audience ever. Let's grow. Let's reach the people who need to hear what I just said. Let's reach the people who need to be in this chat so they can join this LFA family and become a part of this unstoppable, damn near unstoppable MAGA movement. That will help us win and save our country in 2024. That is why we need the shares, the likes, the rumbles, everything. To grow LFA TV, to grow this show, to grow this message and to spread the truth. To cancel out the gaslighting that the mainstream media is prepared to facilitate. That's why we need it. So please do that. Please share the show. Send it to New Heights. We really appreciate it. Folks, got to get to a word from our friends over at Let's Go Brandon Token. They're right here at the website, letsgobrandontoken.com, You know, crypto, it uh, looks like Bitcoin actually has pushed through some pretty serious, or is about to push through some pretty serious resistance. And when Bitcoin goes, then Ethereum goes, then the meme coins go. So... Uh, and that's a general pattern. It's not financial advice. But this is Let's Go Brandon Token, folks. The world of cryptocurrency, where innovation meets freedom and community empowerment. This is Let's Go Brandon Token. Now, what sets them apart is their unique approach to giving back. With every transaction made using the token, 2% goes to their America First wallet, which is used to donate to America First candidates' causes and charities that align with your values. As a token holder, you get rewards. Let's Go Brandon Token rewards its holders by dispersing 7% of the buy-and-sell tax back to the community so you earn passive income simply by holding your tokens and being a part of the vibrant and supportive community. And that's not all. Whether you're new to the world of crypto or you're looking to expand your knowledge, Let's Go Branding Tokens got you covered. They're offering self-paced crypto classes designed specifically for beginners. The classes provide you with the knowledge and confidence to navigate the crypto landscape with ease. Visit the website today to learn more, become a part of the incredible movement to embrace freedom, empower the community, and make a positive impact together also note that investing in crypto does involve risk, and it's important to do your own research before making any investment decisions. The message is not financial advice, but it is friendly advice to check out let's go brandintoken.com. Let's go brandintoken.com. Let us let's go Next is four patriots.com slash LFA. You know, things are getting crazy. Twenty twenty four is heating up. We're already into February. We're a month away from the start of spring. It's kind of crazy. Weather's about to start getting nicer. We're going to get into the dog days. Beautiful dog. The Snoop Dogg days of summer, believe it or not. Before you even know it, we don't know what's going on, but uh, all of this insanity in the world may wind up on your doorstep. You may be wishing you were prepared. That's what fourpatriotscom slash LFA could do for you. You know, millions of people lost power when Hurricane Ian blasted through, Idalia, all sorts of tornadoes came through over the, over the fall. One of the first things local government did... And what they do after a natural disaster, not a Chris Christie disaster where he farted and the house exploded, but an actual natural disaster, is put out food safety tips because a lot of people, unfortunately, their food goes bad in their fridge if they're unable to get gas for their generator, or maybe they don't have one. Well, now you can get a solar generator. It's safe to use indoors. It's whisper quiet. And it's even strong enough to run your fridge. It's called the Patriot Power Generator from Four Patriots. And it's not ordinary power. It's actually solar. It's a solar generator. It has its own solar panel. It never needs gas. It comes with a free solar panel if you get it. Now, right now, for a limited time, you can get a huge discount off at 4Patriots.com slash LFA. On the Patriot Power Generator and everything else on the website, the generator is rated five stars from over 600 reviews on the website, and it's backed by their 100% guarantee for an entire year. Now, they're called 4 Patriots. So, uh, because a portion of every sale goes to uh, charities that support our veterans and their families. So, just go to 4patriots.com. That's the number 4patriots.com slash LFA, Lima Fox Tried Alpha. 4patriots.com slash LFA. 4patriots.com slash LFA to check out the discounts off the Patriot Power Generator and everything on the site. You can see it right here. So many cool things on this website. A gardening set. It's supposed to be 50 bucks. It's 2220. $20. Oh, what that. are we doing? 4patriots.com slash LFA, 4patriots.com slash Lima Foxtrot Alpha. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Please uh, hit the thumbs up button. Help send this show flying up the charts. Let's talk about where Donald Trump is leading Joe Biden. That is incredibly important. You know, the Democrats like to say big corporations and Republicans are in bed with one another. Well, that used to be the case, I guess, with the oil companies and the Koch brothers, but now you have Republicans are becoming the party of the little guy. Republicans are becoming the party of the blue-collar contractor. Republicans are becoming the party of the self-employed gig worker. Republicans are becoming a party of the average Joe everyday American. Democrats have become the party of... The of of big pharma, Democrats have become. the Democrats are now are now. You know, it's like at Star Wars again. No, it's Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi. You've become the one thing you swore to destroy. In my point of view, the Jedi are evil.
0: Well, then you are lost.
1: You're supposed to join the no no. You're supposed to destroy the Sith, not join them. That's Obi Wan Kenobi and Anakin, right? At Mustafar, the Democrats have become. The one thing they swore to destroy. Rage Against the Machine is now the machine. Green Day has literally, they, they took their song American Idiot. They didn't change it to describe Joe Biden. That was about George W. Bush. This is the band who wrote a song called American Idiot, who is supporting Joe Biden, who's probably the biggest idiot in the world. All of these Rage Against the Machine, you know, all these all these bands, they are the machine now. The Democrat Party has become the party that is... Uh, has sworn its allegiance to big corporations. Look at it. Big Pharma, the mainstream media, Hollywood, the music industry, sports, all of it. Social media, big tech, every, every institution, not institution, every large segment of the American economy the Democrats pander to, the arts, everything, everywhere. It's everywhere. Joe Biden and the Democrats have raised a lot of money, but they're raising their money from donors who contribute large amounts. Donald Trump is leading Joe Biden in small dollar donations. What does that mean? That means that people are donating to Donald Trump $20, $30, $50 at a time, while Joe Biden is getting far less individual donors, but, you know. $20,000 Twenty thousand dollar donations, fifty thousand dollar donations, but those people may only they only come with one vote. You understand what I'm saying? This goes to show you again. We've been talking about this for over a year now. There are more of us, individual voters, who support Donald Trump than there are of them. There are more of us than there are of them. That is the God's honest truth. We know that. We know that as a fact. There are more of us than there are of them. But what we don't want is to sit there, A, to get complacent, B, to look at fundraising numbers and get a little a little uh, 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 intimidated. What we don't do, even though there are more of us than there are of them, we don't win because not everybody participates. Some people take their ball and go home. Some people don't want to vote for Donald Trump. So the point of the matter is Donald Trump leading Joe Biden in small money donations, small donors, $20, $50. This is exactly what happened in 2016. This was one of the biggest indicators that Donald Trump was going to beat Hillary Clinton in 2016 because he was getting more small donors than she was, showing you that he has a very, very, very strong base of grassroots support. That means when push comes to shove, we hope... People will get out, knock on doors, phone bank, send out mailers, you know, uh, put out lawn signs all over the place. Joe Biden may not necessarily be able to do that. The only thing the Democrats can do with all of that money is fund another cheating operation. And that's where we need to be on the ground. That big grassroots base of support that I told you, poll watching, challenging ballots, poll working, making sure there are no shenanigans. And we are all armed with one of these these days. Use it. Use your phone. Are you videotaping me? Yes, I am. Why are you doing that? Because you're being a jerk because you're breaking the law. Stop breaking the law. I won't video you, but I need to prove that you're breaking the law so that when I say I saw a Democrat poll worker breaking the law, I'm not called a conspiracy theorist or something else. These numbers, this information is very encouraging. There are more people surrounding Donald Trump, supporting Donald Trump right now than there are Joe Biden. Now, speaking of this voter fraud stuff, this is crazy. New Jersey Monitor. The New Jersey Monitor, an ex-Atlantic City Council president, is charged in a voter fraud scheme. Federal authorities arrested former Atlantic City Council president and Democratic operative Craig Calloway Thursday, last week, alleging he masterminded a mail ballot fraud scheme in the run-up to the 2022 election. What? What? I thought that didn't happen. I thought that didn't happen. Oh, okay. U.S. attorneys accused Calloway and other unnamed subordinates of paying Atlantic City residents between $30 and $50 to act as authorized messengers and request mail-in ballots for voters who they'd never met prosecutors alleged that those ballots were later cast without the actual voters knowledge. I thought this didn't happen. I thought this was a conspiracy theory. I thought this would never happen with the mail-in system because Mark Elias told me that, well, Mark Elias is a liar. The charges appear. Now think about this. I want you to think about this is why he got arrested. Folks. Here is the icing on the cake. You say, okay, wow, this is great. This is a Democrat. He's, he's one of the mules. He's got the mail-in ballot fraud going. You want to know why he was arrested? Guess who he worked for in, in New Jersey? The charges appear to stem from work Calloway did for Representative Jeff Van Drew's 2022 reelection campaign. There's no indication that Van Drew knew about the alleged scheme. Jeff Van Drew, if you know who that is, is a New Jersey congressman who used to be a Democrat, who changed his party to Republican while Trump was president. This guy finally gets arrested only after he did it for a Republican. The proof, ladies and gentlemen, is right here. Voter fraud is real. The Democrats do it. This guy was doing it for Van Drew, who happens to be a Republican now, a new crossover. That's the only reason this dude was arrested. That's the only reason. Was that Bridgeport shenanigans up there? Remember the Bridgeport mayor's race with the ballot stuffing and they ordered a new race? Were any of those people arrested? No. Why? Because they were Democrats. This guy was arrested because he's working for a Republican. Is this not the most important stuff? It's buried on the New Jersey monitor. The scheme is real. We all knew the scheme was real. The only reason that dude is being held accountable is because he works for Jeff Van Drew, who's a former Democrat, current Republican. (claps) Boom! It's right there. The game is over. Go home, election fraud deniers. The game is over. Finally, before we get to... uh, Lumpy pillow. Put that in your book. Okay? Clearly you don't have a pillow, too. You don't, do (laughs) you? How's that? Is that a good Mike Lindell? Are we getting close? If I learn how to impersonate Mike Lindell, we're going to have fun. Oh, a lumpy pillow. Kiss my ass. Put that in your book. (laughs) They call to reach Mike Lindell. I sound like Hulk Hogan. Hulkamania is going to run through you, brother. Before we get to that, I have to shout this out. I have to shout this out. Great friend of the show, Carl Higby. New lawsuit alleges New York Second Amendment ban for non-resident. Check this. This is why we do, we pre-record on Thursdays. We go to support this guy on his show. He has the best show on Newsmax, Carl Higby Frontline. He is one of the individual plaintiffs of this lawsuit. Gun Owners of America. Gun Owners of America is out there. Now, New York had its rear end handed to them a couple of years ago um, by the Supreme Court with regards to some of the restrictions on, uh, on, on gun ownership in New York for its residents. Want to keep and bear arms in New York State? Unless you actually live or work in the Empire State, you're out of luck. New York not only doesn't recognize any state's concealed carry licenses outside of its own, But most non-residents have no way of applying for or receiving a permit of their own. No other constitutionally protected right stops at the state line. But according to lawmakers and law enforcement in New York, once you cross over into their territory, your right to keep and bear arms becomes null and void. If that seems like an egregious violation of our Second Amendment's rights, you're not alone. Several non-residents have now filed a lawsuit in federal court Taking on this blatant infringement with the help of Gun Owners of America. Gun Owners of America are representing several individual plaintiffs who reside in neighboring states and hold their state's license to carry concealed weapons. TV host and Second Amendment advocate Carl Higby, a veteran and a great guy, and he has the best show on Newsmax, especially on Thursdays, is one of the individual plaintiffs. I edit all that stuff. He's not gonna dip. What? Don't say that. Oh, boy. (laughs) Under current New York law, only New York residents may apply for and obtain permits to carry concealed weapons, and the state does not grant any form of reciprocity for individuals who hold a similar permit from another state. As a result... Those who hold out-of-state driver's licenses may drive in New York, but the exercising of one's constitutional right to bear arms in New York State is wholly inaccessible to the 94% of Americans who are not state residents. New York is the only known state where non-residents are not allowed to exercise their Second Amendment rights to keep and bear arms. Folks, Carl Higby is suing New York State. He's among many plaintiffs, but he's one of the individual plaintiffs to sue New York State. To get New York State to recognize other states' concealed carry permits. Don't say it. (laughs) And he's not bad at dips. Ask your
0: friend.
1: Yeah, Zach. Zach the Misfit Patriot. (laughs) You're bad at this. That was unbelievable. Good on Carl and... uh, And everybody else in that lawsuit, you know, I feel like this might violate, I don't know, maybe equal protection. You know, you're supposed to not. So you're from another state. You you can't your Second Amendment rights because you're from another state. Your Second Amendment is a federally protected, right? Well, it's it's protected in the Constitution, but it it gets infringed upon when you cross the state line. I don't know, but I've seen New York state get its rear end handed to it uh, on several occasions with regard to the Second Amendment. So thank you to Carl Higby and to everybody else in this lawsuit, gun owners of America. Go get them. Kick New York's rear end. Make them eat it, right? After you kick it and they crap themselves, rub their nose in it. And remember. The four words in the Second Amendment shall not be infringed. Thank you to Carl Higby, Gun Owners of America, and so many others who are involved in that lawsuit for helping protect our Second Amendment rights. New York State decides don't matter. Well, we'll see what the courts say about that, because this seems like a pretty cut and dry constitutional issue, and New York With this, among many other things, are trampling all over the constitutional rights of Americans. Thank you to Carl Higbee and everybody, Gun Orders of America, everybody involved in that lawsuit for bringing this suit and bringing New New York into court and holding their feet to the fire. We appreciate it. All right, let's rock and roll. Let's get to a word from our friends over at OFP Farms. Then we'll talk about the RNC, shall we? OFP Farms and their magnesium products. Take a look. It's right here. It's the body oil spray. This stuff is tremendous. It smells it's good. Amazing. I happen to like it a lot. Do you have chronic pain? Are you tired and sore? I want to introduce you to OFP Farms and their magnesium products. Maybe asking why magnesium. Well, magnesium is an essential nutrient for cell growth, function, and regeneration. Most people are deficient in magnesium without even realizing it. Industrialized farming has made it very challenging to acquire the, the proper amount of daily magnesium from food sources these days. OFP Farms' magnesium products are packed with a combination of nutrients and essential oils which help you feel rested, more relaxed, and provide a great source of magnesium via a topical approach. Pain starts to fade. As the magnesium works to help reduce inflammation, balancing blood flow, and allowing the recovery process to begin. Get relief from sore muscles, tired joints, headaches, and other inflammatory issues right where you need it with OFP Farms' topical magnesium product line. It's hard to believe that these simple products can help with so much, but they absolutely do. Now, browse their website, OFPFarms.com. You see it on your screen, Rumble.com slash LFATV. At the many five-star reviews. Now, OFP Farms, again, is a patriotic, America-first, God-fearing, small-family farm. They've been on the show, and they love LFA TV. Visit their website, OFPFarms.com, OscarFoxtrotPapaFarms.com. Use the promo code LFA15, Lima Foxtrot Alpha 1-5, for 15% off of your entire purchase. That is OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15, OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. Fifteen And last but not least, I promised you a word from Mike Lindell, promises made, promises kept, lumpy pillow, kiss my ass. Okay, and I'm not
0: asking about the lumpy pillow calls. Uh, no, they're not lumpy pillows, that's not what they call on, okay? That When you say lumpy pillows, now you're an asshole, you got that? You're an asshole, Mike, is what you are. Mike, no, he's an asshole. No, he's an not- ambulance chasing asshole, that's what you are lumpy pillows kiss my ass put that in your book no they, they answer anything any problem customer that wants to reach Mike Lindell those are the ones I want to talk to Mike Lindell I want to talk to Mike Lindell they send them to here and they go or they call about um maybe they didn't get their pillow on time because of uh, um, the FedEx or whatever Well, we will cover them even though it could be somebody else's fault nobody called because of a lumpy pillow but good, good one, though. You done? Yeah, I'm done. What I'm saying Obviously, is, you don't have a MyPillow, too. You don't, do you? What I'm saying is, Mr. Lindell... Asshole. Or, yeah, or, baby. Had.
1: Mike Lindell, promo code... Uh, MyPillow.com, promo code Sean45. Mike Lindell, fighting the deep state at every turn. And now they want to tell you his pillows are lumpy. What a crock of bulk! Okay? MyPillow.com, promo code S H. A W N four five. Mypillow.com promo code Sean45. Uh you can go there. Major discounts on all my pillow products over there at mypillow.com slash Sean45 or mypillow.com uh, promo code S-H-A-W-N 45. Ladies and gentlemen, the RNC. I told you Donald Trump is thinking about making changes to the RNC or suggesting changes to the RNC. He says he's going to be making recommendations after the South Carolina primary. He said I'll be making a decision the day after the South Carolina primary as to my recommendations for RNC growth. Here's the problem. Things are looking great in the presidential race of 2024 against crooked Joe Biden. This is Trump's truth. We have leads, in many cases, substantial in virtually every head-to-head poll. The primary seems to be over, but I'll be going to South Carolina next week to finish off a very unpopular candidate. On Thursday, I'm heading to Nevada for the Nevada caucus, where there are 26 delegates. Hopefully, we'll get most of them. In my successful run in 2016, the state of Michigan really came through. First time in decades that it was won by a Republican, and it was headed up by my friend... Ronna McDaniel, huh? Donald Trump calls Ronna McDaniel his friend. I'm just saying those aren't my words. Those are his words. Take it up with him. My friend, Ronna McDaniel. Ronna is now ahead of the RNC and I'll be making a decision today after the South Carolina primary as to my recommendations for RNC growth. Now, I think he has to know that the RNC as an organization right now is failing. And that means new leadership. Okay. hopefully he can come to the conclusion that Ronna McDaniel has got to go. Who do I think will replace her? In this case, I no longer think vice president for this individual. And it's a much better fit, by the way, because of her uh, extreme fundraising skills. I believe the new chair of the RNC will be Elise Stefanik. If indeed Ronna McDaniel does step down uh, as chairwoman of the RNC. Stefanik, I believe, would fit better there as than than as vice president as well. She's been very loyal to Donald Trump. I know a lot of people don't trust her. She does have connections to the WEF. She's uh, very pro-Ukraine, but at least in the RNC, she's not sending money to Ukraine anymore. She's not in Congress, and she will be able to actually help fundraises. And I do believe wholeheartedly, as much as we may be distrustful of Elise Stefanik, that she will be one of the first people to get on the phone with Scott Pressler and get him involved with the RNC to help us win. So if Rana steps down and Elise steps in, we'll see. Nobody's saying that right now, but I think that's a great fit for the position, and it's another way out of New York for Elise, another way for her to grow her career and move beyond just a representative in the House. Uh, I believe that if she does take that position, we'll be much more satisfied with the RNC going forward. Is it going to be perfect? No. It, will it be in better hands? I absolutely think so. Thank you so much to everybody watching and listening. Please head over to the great website that we have now. Farishmedia.com, sign up for our email list, bottom of the website. Uh, You can check out, custom messages are there. The podcast is playable there as well. Will Johnson coming up next with Culture Wars at 6 p.m., Based America with Drew Hernandez. He's back at 7 p.m. Roger Stone with Stone Zone at 8 p.m. As President Trump says, we will never give up, we will never give in, and we will never, ever surrender. And if all else fails, we will just become ungovernable. Thank you, God bless you, God bless this one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Thank you so much again for all the support you've shown the website over the last day. Hundreds of people have already signed up to be on the email list. We could use hundreds more. Please hit that thumbs up button uh, on the uh, on this page here to send the video up the charts. Please share this show with all of your friends and bring everybody into the LFA family. Make sure you subscribe to this channel here and our podcast anywhere you get your podcasts on audio. Again, check out the website, farishmedia.com. Custom messages in Trump's voice are available there as well. Thank you so much for watching and listening. We will be back here tomorrow, same time, same place, 5 p.m. Eastern for Ungoverned on rumble.com slash LFA TV. Until then, have a great day. We'll catch you tomorrow evening.